Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Naram Chaiva Narotamam Devim Sarasatim Vyasam Tato Chayamudirayet Nasta Preshu Vabhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtaki We're reading Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 2, entitled Ajamila Delivered by the Vishnu Dutas. Text number 23. Tam vivaksham vivaksam abhipretya mahapurusha kinkara sahasa pashyatas tashya tatrantarta dire Tatrantar adire Tatrantar adire Anaga Tam vivaksam abhipretya Tam vivaksam abhipretya Mahapurusha kinkara Mahapurusha Kinkara Mahapurusha Kinkara Sahasa Pashya Tashtashya Sahasa Pashya Tashtashya Tatrantarda Derenaga Tatrantarda Derenaga 
Tam vivoxum abi pretya. Mahapurusha kinkara. Sahasa pashatashya. Tatrantarda dere naga. Tam vivoxum abi pretya. Mahapurusha kinkara. Sahasa pashatastasya. Tatrantarda dere naga. Sahasa 
Desiring to speak. Abhipretya. Understanding. Mahapurusha Kinkara. The order carriers of Lord Vishnu. Sahasa. Suddenly. Pashyata Tashya. While he looked on, Tatra, there, Antart Adire, disappeared, Anaga, O sinless Maharaj Parikshit. Translation O sinless Maharaj Parikshit. The order carriers of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Vishnu Dutas, saw that Ajamil was attempting to say something and thus he suddenly disappeared from his presence. So who's speaking? Who's talking to Maharaj Pariksit? Ceremony? Yeah, Sukadeva Goswami, right. Sukadeva Goswami is instructing Maharaj Pariksha. Maharaj, oh, okay, purport by Srila Prabhupada. The Shastras say, Papista ye durachara deva brahmana nindaka apatya bojanas tesham akale maranam druvam. For persons who are Papishta, Papishta, very sinful, and Durachara, misbehaved, or very unclean in their habits, who are against the existence of God, who disrespect Vaishnavas and Brahmanas, and who eat anything and everything, untimely, untimely death is sure. It is said that in Kali Yuga, one has a maximum lifetime of 100 years. But as people become degraded, the duration of their lives decreases. Because Ajamila was now free from all sinful reactions, his lifetime was extended, even though he was to have died immediately. When the Vishnu Dura saw Ajamil, trying to say something to them, they disappeared to give him a chance to glorify the Supreme Lord. 
Since all his sinful reactions had been vanquished, he was now prepared to glorify the Lord. Indeed, one cannot glorify the Lord unless one is completely free from all sinful activities. This is confirmed by Krishna himself in Bhagavad Gita 7.28 Yesham Twantagatam Papam Jananam Punya Karmanam Tedanva Mohanir Mukta Bajantimam Dradhavrata Persons who have acted piously in previous lives and in this life whose sinful actions are completely eradicated and who are freed from the duality of delusion engage themselves in my service with determination. The Vishnu Dutas made Ajamil aware of devotional service so that he might immediately become fit to return home back to Godhead. To increase his eagerness to glorify the Lord they disappeared so that he would feel separation in their absence. In the mode of separation, glorification of the Lord is very intense. Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda 
Și aceasta că data Shiva Sadikor Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So in the fifth canto Sukadeva Goswami was describing about the different hellish planets when Maharaj Parikshit heard about the terrible suffering of the living entities in hell, then he naturally wanted to know how people could be relieved or how they could be saved from going to hell. So this led to Sukadeva Goswami narrating this history of the life of Anjamila. And he's telling how Anjamila was a Brahmana in his youth, but he became degraded. He became involved in all types of irreligious activities. But to his good fortune, for some good fortune, he had some very good fortune because he uh, took the opportunity to give his son the name of the Supreme Lord. And at the time when he was supposed to die, uh, he, the Yamadutas came to take him out of his body and the Yamadutas had already put ropes around his neck and they were dragging his subtle body out from the gross body. But at that, just at that moment, the Vishnu Dutas, the servants of Lord Vishnu, appeared. And they had saved him from being taken to the kingdom of Yamaraj. Uh, 
And Jamil had heard the discussion, there were some discussion talks between the servants of Yamaraj and the servants of Lord Vishnu. And the servants of Lord Vishnu explained why Ajamila could not be taken to Yamaraj. So Anjamila had heard from the Vishnu Dudas about the power of chanting the name of the Lord. So, Ajamila was naturally very much grateful and he was appreciating the kindness of these Vishnu Dutas that they had saved him from hell. So, Ajamila naturally he wanted to say thank you or to show his gratitude to them, to offer respects to them by saying some appreciating words. But when Ajamil began to say something, began to speak to the Vishnu Duras, the Vishnu Duras disappeared. So Srila Prabhupada explains the, why the, he explains the Vishnu Dudas did this to increase Ajamila's feelings of separation. Yeah. Sometimes we feel more appreciation for people in their absence than we do in their presence. There's a, a, a common saying that uh, familiarity breeds contempt. Familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah. Have you heard this in English? No. Familiarity. The more familiar you are with something, you know, the less you value it. <laughs> 就是当, 呃, 英语, 呃, 英语里面有一句话就是, 
当嗯，你从跟一个人越嗯交往越多，关系越好的时候，你就不把这些事情放在心里面。And in contrast, in the, in, in the reverse situation, we say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。嗯。
how his devotional service is going to begin again. So Srila Prabhupada in his purport begins the purport by quoting an interesting verse. About how people who are sinful by nature and who are badly behaved and uh, who are unclean in their habits will have only a short life. Yes, the life will be very short. In Kali Kali Yuga, the duration of life was not more than much more than cannot be much more than one hundred years. The reason is because we're also irreligious. In other ages, for example, in Satya Yuga, people would live to be one hundred thousand years. And then in Treta Yuga, then the people could live for 10,000 years. And then in the previous Yuga, Dwapara Yuga, people lived a thousand years. Even in the Bible, you can read about people, some people were 800 years old. But now in Kali Yuga, you know, if you live to be 100, you know, it's a really long life. The Bible speaks about three score years and ten. Three score means one score is twenty years through. So three score means sixty years and ten, seventy. Seventy is about the average life of people. Prabhupada used to say, three score years and ten, and it is already passed. So I may die at any moment, Prabhupada would say. Duration of life is not long. It's a short life. That's a blessing. 
you know. Who would want to, you know, live in the old body, you know? <laughs> 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 it's good to be, uh, give up this old diseased, infirm body with weak senses. So, a Kali Yuga, although we have a short life, there are advantages. But from that 70 years, we should first of all understand that we, we spend maybe about half the life sleeping. <laughs> Devotees sleep six hours a day. That's you know that's twenty five percent. And people often most people sleep eight hours a day. Some people you didn't. They sleep eight hours. Uh, you know, and then you spend the first 15-20 years education, studying. And then you, at the end of life, you know, you spend, you're, you retire when you're 60 or something, 65, you retire, and then, you know, you spend another 10, 15, 20 years dying in a miserable, weak body. In a wheelchair. Tube stuck in your nose. So just horrible. And then, you know, that middle part of the life, you know, after you finish your education and before you retire, you have to work all day. Yeah, and you know, you have a job, you know, you have to go work early in the morning, you come home late at night. And some people even have to work all night. So how much time do you have left? And where you can use your time for something, you attempt for something valuable in your future life. Because, you know, if you're working, you're just working to maintain your life, to get, you know, to pay your rent, and to pay for your travel, and buy some clothes, and the basic necessities. Uh, 
So Ajahnil has become fortunate by the grace of the Vishnu Dutas. And he's ready to take up devotional service. Prabhupada quotes this verse from the Bhagavad Gita about the qualification to take up devotional service. People who have acted piously in previous lives and in this life. Is this why we have come to Krishna consciousness? Did you act piously in your previous lives and in this life? I don't think many of us are really came to Krishna consciousness because of this. Uh, one devotee asked Prabhupada about this. He said, Did we come to Krishna consciousness because of our pious activities? Prabhupada said, I am creating your pious activities. Because when we contact the devotees, then our real pious activities begin. That the qualification why we have come to Krishna consciousness is that somehow we had the chance to do some service for the devotees. Maybe we got a book, a devotee gave us a book. Or they gave us some prasadam. Or they taught us to chant the holy name. And because we reciprocated with them, because we accepted these things and we tried to take follow their instructions, that was our qualification to enter into devotional service. Certainly, we were not free from dualities of illusion. Uh, 
just like it says, just like it says in the verse in the Bhagavad Gita, it says here in that verse, the duality of delusion. And certainly our, our sinful reactions were not completely removed. Again, the verse, Bhagavad Gita. That Bhagavad Gita verse. This is an important verse in Bhagavad Gita. Krishna is describing the qualification to take up devotional service. Do we have these qualifications? Are we freed from duality of delusion? Are, your, are our sinful reactions all destroyed? No. No, you're right. I agree. We're not. Krishna is describing the qualification to take up devotional service with determination. Krishna mentions Dridhavrat, the last word in the Sanskrit verse. Bajanti Mam Dridhavrata. Dridhavrata means vow of determination, fix, very fix. We are not really fixed in that devotional service here. We have some determination, but we're not fully fixed in it. Uh, and we have to become more fixed. And we have to get rid of all the sinful reactions of our past activities. We we have and we can do, we we can do this only by simply engaging more in devotional service. Especially by doing service for the Vaishnavas. The more we serve the Vaishnavas, the more it opens the doors to liberation. What was Ajahnil's qualification? 
Yeah, he chanted the holy name. He chanted the name of his son, Narayan. So his chanting was not pure chanting, but it was not offensive chanting. His chanting was the intermediate chanting, the in, in between. What we this in the term is Nam Abbas, a shadow, a shadow of the pure name. Uh so Antamila has uh, qualified himself for devotional service by his chanting. And also by the experience of actually meeting the Yamadutas. It made him very serious about devotional service. Just like in Mayapur, there's one place, uh, Namgachi, in Nabadweep Dam, Namgachi. And there's a great, there was one devotee living there, and Lord Chaitanya told this one devotee, he was a very good devotee, but he had not taken any disciples. He had never accepted any disciples. So Lord Chaitanya told him, you should accept a disciple. So he said, all right, tomorrow morning, first person I meet, I will accept them for my disciple. So the next morning, he was going to take his bath in the Ganges. He lived on the bank of the Ganges. Namgachi is at the bank of the Ganga. So when he was just going in the Ganges, his foot touched a dead body. Yeah, the, the people who live on the bank of the Ganges, they will, you know, dead bodies are burned on the bank of the river Ganges. 
人呃居民们就会把这个已经死亡的人的身体就烧掉，然后放在盆盒盆里面。So, This body had not been burned because it was the body of a young boy, and he had been bitten by a snake. When when a child dies, they don't burn the bodies. The young children are not, bodies are not burned. They're buried usually. They're not usually burned. This young boy was not. He was not very young. He was, you know, like maybe twelve or something years old. But he'd been, he'd been bitten by a snake, so when he fell unconscious because of the poison of the snake bite, they thought he was dead, but the, anyway, they put him, they made a banana boat. From the banana tree, they put him on this banana boat, and they put that boat on the, in the Ganges, down the Ganges. 给这个蛇咬了一下，因为就吸取这个拒绝，就呃人们以为他死了，就把这个香蕉叶做成一个船，就把这个身体放在这个船，就放在盆子里面。So when this devotee was going to take his bath, his foot touched this body of the young boy on the this boat, and the boy came back to consciousness. <laughs> so this young boy became his disciple. And because he'd already been dead once, he was very bold and brave. He was not afraid of anything. Even wild animals would come because they're Namgachi is a jungle area, but he would not be afraid. And he would preach very boldly to all the against. To all the non devotees. Because he already had the experience of dying once. So it gave him a lot of courage, made him, he was very. Uh, he was not afraid. No, we're all afraid of dying. We're all afraid of dying. But you know what? If you, well, of course, we've we've already met death many times in different bodies. But we've never met it in this body yet. 
，但是但是在解医生解一个身体，我们还没有碰上死亡。But if you meet it and then you come back to life, then you're, you know, you're, you're, become, you're more serious about the mission and purpose of life. So Ajamila also had this experience, you know, he's you know, he realized he'd been wasting his life in all his sinful activities. And now he's you know, he's very serious and he really wants to do something useful with his life. Before he has to give up the body again. People, one of the four reasons why people come to Krishna consciousness is in distress. People certainly, we have some terrible disease, you're going to die. You know, people are in distress. I'm sure when you deal, when you work with a lot of sick people, dying people, you know, they're in a very miserable condition. And we're all dying. We're all diseased and sick. And death is coming for all of us as we, we cannot avoid that. Krishna consciousness is the process to prepare for that. That we will not we can overcome it without being disturbed. No, we can overcome the pain, the pain of death. Last week I was in Beijing, one of our devotees left her body. She had cancer and, and uh, but she was comfortable. She did not have a great deal of 
She was able to leave her body in the association of the devotees chanting the holy name. Hearing Prabhupada chanting the holy name. So there's nothing to be lamented when a devotee can leave their body like that. There's no reason to lament. And she can go on and continue her devotional service. That is the devotee's prayer. So we're going to hear about Adamir, how he offers prayers to the Lord. Tomorrow. Hmm. Okay, any questions, comments? not how it is. <laughs> right. You cannot wipe out the pious, the sinful activities by doing pious activities. Mm. You still have to get the reactions. But, but if you do devotional service, you can wipe out sinful reactions. If we do devotional service, that will take away all the sinful reactions. All the past, all the past sins that will destroy all the past sins. Devotional service, function for okay, sell soil woman that sweet up a dog. Tongo function for one tremble woman that sweet up a dog. Sell okay, Jinghua. Ruga woman to Jot, Yan Chang Hot Dong woman, Hayo, when you sweet up. My understanding yet is the devotional service it purifies our our consciousness. The 
when when the reaction is coming from this part of past life is coming, then we can be in a higher consciousness or overcome this kind of things happen is what we understand that it's because it's a devotional service purifies us. Yeah, devotional service. Well, cannot take out the reaction. Wow, definitely can. Definitely can. Yeah. But should be pure? Yeah. Should be, of course should be pure. <laughs> but when it's pure? Yeah, when it's, when it's pure devotional yeah, service, yeah, 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 yeah. then can now, be... Now, 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 our surface is is pretty. At least I want some return. That's right. Yeah. So then that's it's not pure. Then it's then not it's pure. pure. Yeah. Huh? Then when it's pure. Where is pure? Then it's pure. When it's when you give up the primitive yeah. mentality. Cannot. <laughs> the, then suffer. <laughs> Why not? Why cannot give up the fruit of mentality? At least I want, like let's say, okay, I, I not want money, I not want power. I want Krishna love or devotee love. So that's why I serve her because I want her love. Okay. Or I want your attention. Yeah. Or I want Krishna love. Or attention. Yeah. Maybe I'm not want money or not maybe what's not want wealth or power. Mm -hmm. But something is there. Mm -hmm. So in proportion to how you love Krishna, Krishna reciprocates. That's why it's some some motivation is inside. Yeah. I always feel I'm not not Krishna. So I cannot have pure devotional service. Well, you can. When you want it badly enough. You don't want it bad enough. You still want to be comfortable. You still want your you know, little scene in this material world. You're not, you're not willing to take complete shelter of Krishna. You take some shelter. So in proportion to how we surrender to Krishna, then we get the result. But, before you leave this world, you have to surrender everything. Well, 
very difficult. But if they, if they read the Krishna book, if they're willing to read the Krishna book, in the 10th canto, in the story of the Krishna book, which is taken from the 10th canto, there's a story there of one king, Maharaj Niga. Maharaj Niga. And he was doing many pious activities. He was giving charity of cows, and all the cows were, you know, very special cows who had only one calf, and they were all pure white, and they were all decorated with gold, with pearls, necklaces, and silk cloth, and he would give the charity to brahmanas, you know, and pure brahmanas who were, you know, n not wealthy, and like, so he, would, he was doing the highest charity. But he made one mistake that one day one cow was given to both to two brahmanas. And the two brahmanas complained that you gave this cow to me. Each brahmana was saying, you gave this cow to me, how could you give it to him? And the king was so... He, the king said, I will give you each both 10,000 more cows. And the brahmana said, no. I want that cow, you gave me this. I'm, I, I promised I would not take any more charity. I would only take charity one time. You cannot give me more cows. So because he could not satisfy these two brahmanas, when that king died, then he was told, do, do you want to suffer for your, for your sins first or do you want to enjoy your pious activities? They said, you have done great piety, but you have also some sinful reaction. So he said, well, then let me suffer for my sins first. So he became a, a lizard in the bottom of a well. Have you seen that picture? Krishna's putting his hand inside the well and there's a lizard in the bottom. He's bringing out that lizard from the bottom of the well. It's a nice painting. You can see Krishna put his hand inside the well and there's this big lizard in the bottom. So he, this King Riga became this lizard and he had to live in this body in the bottom of a well because he had given the same cow to two brahmanas. So this, this is like stealing from brahmana or something. So he had to suffer that sin. But he had done so much pious activities but still he had to suffer for his sin. So this even if you do a lot of pious it doesn't wipe out all you still get reactions. But if you do devotional service, that can destroy unlimited amounts of sin. That is the power of pure chanting. Maharaj Parikshit was described in the verse we read today as anaga, sinless without sins, Aga, Aga was a sinful demon, Aga demon, Aga Sura, opened his mouth, you know the big serpent opened his mouth and all the cowherd boys went in and then Krishna also walked in, this is Aga, sin, Aga is sin, sinful body of a big serpent, but Maharaj Parikshit, he is Anaga, without sin, yeah. why? Because he's such a devotee, Although he had put the snake round the neck of that brahmana, but still he is anaga. He is without sins. Well, we have to become anaga. We have to become free of all sins. Then our devotional service will become very powerful.
So how to be without sin? We have to just simply do more and more service, get the blessings of the devotees, and do more chanting, absorb ourselves always in Krishna consciousness. But how to how to convince a Buddhist like this? You can talk philosophy with them for a long time. In Kali Yuga, people, nobody will admit they're wrong. You're right. Very, very great. The holy name is very powerful. If they, if they like the holy name, if they can appreciate the gentry. We don't need to disturb them if they're already fixed in Buddhism. Then just encourage them not to be Buddha, but to be the servant. Instead of trying to become Buddha themselves, be the servant. Sinless. Pure devotional service. Can we identify it? Rupa Goswami describes it in verses, right? Pure devotional service. It's in Srimad Bhagavatam also. Ahaitaki apratihata. Yayatma suprasidati Savaipum sam parodarmo yakto bhaktiradhaksaji Ahaitakiya pratihata yayatma suprasidati The supreme occupation for all humanity to attain is loving service unto the Supreme Lord. Such service should be unmotivated and uninterrupted to completely satisfy the self. That means we do service for Krishna without any motivation, we're not thinking, will I get liberation, will I get, you know, opulence, will I be peaceful, will I be happy, we're just simply serving Krishna, without any thought of what we'll get. And apratiyata, uninterruptedly, constantly serving Krishna, at every moment, everything we do in relation to Krishna. 24-7. <laughs> you know, you eat for Krishna, you sleep for Krishna every moment. That's that's pure devotional service. And of course, it should be also favorable. It means it must be pleasing to Krishna as well. What we do should be done. Uh, author, it should be authorized. It should be pleasing to Krishna. That is pure devotional service. Sagupadi vinir muktam tatparadvena nirmala rishikena rishikena sevanam bhaktir uchate. The highest devotional service is when we give up all of these designations, sarupadis, designations. We designate ourselves, you know. I am Brahmana, I am devotee, I am. <laughs> Like this, you know, we have our designations. We have to give up all of these. And we have to just simply serve, serve Krishna. Anyway, we're on the path. 
You know, we can't criticize somebody. You know, they're in the shower taking bath. You can't say, oh, you're so dirty. You know, I'm already in the bath. Give me another little while. I'll be clean. So if you keep chanting, you keep doing service for Krishna, then you're on the right path. You know, one day we'll become clean. One day we will become pure. The mango fruit is green, but if you keep it, it will gradually ripen, becomes a ripe, ripe fruit. You know, we're the unripe fruit. It takes some time for the fruit to ripen. And we have we have to continually, regularly maintain our service, hearing and chanting. That's important. One day you become pure. Are you anxious to become pure? I think so. I don't have quality. I put the people. I do anything I want to. Anyway, you, you can help. You can become. Okay. Hare Krishna. Shri Prabhupada. Peace.